Brian. Rana. This is hot off the press's information. Okay. This is huge news. Yeah. The AI Social Club continues to grow beyond all expectation. We have welcomed so many incredible members into the club and continue to. But right now, okay, pardon me. Coming yeah. up, people yeah. have to, if they want to get the September box, we are now accepting members. They have to sign up by September 1st. Anyone that is registered or has signed up for a September box, pardon me, will Mm -hmm. be entered to win what I can only describe as the greatest contest gift of all time. This is like, this is the... This is what you shoot to the stars for. Is we to shouldn't grab something like even this. be offering this. I'm actually shocked we are, Rana. They are entered to win a five-minute segment on this show, on this very free feed Ask Rana show, where they Correct. can AMA, ask us yeah. anything, pardon me. If they have advice, questions about Jordan, whatever yeah. they want. Well, I mean, Jordan's not, you know, that's Jordan's business. Jordan's not. Right, I guess that's Jordan's true. Jordan's not that's on true. the show. No, he isn't. But You're they right. can ask us whatever they want if they want to ask an advice question, if they want to kibitz about something, if they want to say, yeah. you know, this thing happened the other day. I'm curious what you thought about it. And we yeah. will spend five minutes talking to them about whatever, however, on the show, on the actual show, they will appear here if they are registered for the September box, they're entered to win. So that is... AISocial.club. The boxes are going from strength to strength. I literally yesterday was doing my in-the-lab tasting for the August box. Sure. Yeah. It's and? so gorgeous. It's so fun. It's so cute. We're having our white party for August, so watch out, pardon me. But Get your linens. September will be not in any way a step down. I can't wait to start getting into all those fall flavors. Oh. Me too. I got to say, this cocktail club gets better and better and better. We've got Connor. We've got all the hits. Yeah. We've got gorgeous, bespoke cocktail makers and liquor makers. And I got to say, I love it. And he always it's gets such a step on the above. ground floor, Connor, of something that people- Of like the coolest, hottest thing. Well, that's classic Ask Ron, is that people think, oh, we say something, and then people, a few months later, it becomes the thing. And people say, where did I hear about that? And it's always- Yeah, we're not you. sending you a bottle of yeah. Jack Daniels, yeah. okay? Yeah. Full-size bottles, full-size candy bars. That's what I'm known That look gorgeous on any countertop and taste like light as Well, what you're really doing is building a gorgeous home bar. You're building a bar. Yeah. And we always Build a bar. Build a bar. You know, sometimes there's a cute accessory or a coaster. The matchboxes. Last time people couldn't get over, we sent the leopard as our mascot. We have to name him, by the way. Or her. In any event, yeah. this ad's gone on too long. You get the idea. AISocial.club, AISocialclub.com. We can't wait to welcome you into the Carriage House Club. So exciting. Here we are. Oh, by the way, someone's been saying I'm not allowed to sing anymore. I don't know if you saw that. I'm just starting right. I don't know why I'm out of the gate on this because I almost started singing again. And then I realized that I'd been criticized by someone who purports to be a fan of us. So I can't understand why anyone would dare 
try to limit me and my creative expression on my own goddamn show. Do you? If we ever do a 54 Below show, that person is will be refused entry like Elon Musk. Well, they should be six feet below is what they should be. Wow. I said that. Rana. That's how your big, Boston that's past how, is coming out. How deep a gray. Oh, speaking of Boston past, that mo- horrible mother whose side we were supposed to be on, who, who wrote in to say that she was feuding with the neighbor. Oh, and ex- yes. And exhibiting, both of them were exhibiting all that both awful of them behavior, were, modeling yes. terrible behavior for their children. Mm-hmm. Wrote in to basically say, oh, whoops, I got a little heated. Ha, ha, ha. I'm still in a right. fight with them. How they are. She? How dare yeah, she? she said, well, they never respond. Now I left it too long and I didn't respond. And then there was a block party. And I thought, well, if she comes up to me to say something, I'll be nice. And you think, well, why would she come up to you? So then they skipped the block party. That's yeah, what I'm I, say I, about I that. really, truly, when we read those text messages. Yeah. Did was I don't think I was on the letter writer side from what I recall. No, that was the it Kyle Clement She was really trying to paint a picture where she was the hero, and it was pretty clear that nobody was a hero in that situation. I have a bone to pick with Carl because he said oh, his no. show when I went to New York was running for two more weeks, and it wasn't. It was only running for a week. I didn't have any. I couldn't see it. Well, I have some news, and it's not about Carl. So I'm sorry I brought it up in the same breath, but I will say. Monkeypox is starting to hit the New York theater scene. What do you and mean? What I'm saying is it's starting to shut down productions. Mark my words, yeah. Really? Well, I will say that people are meeting people in the line for the vaccine. I'm going this week to get it. But it's a, it's become a very talk about a kiki. It's become yeah, a real Yeah, but you kiki. should wait 3 weeks to then see that person. I know, Rana, but at least it's a good way to vet people and say like you're a responsible That's true. person. Look at, yeah, look at you. People are me- Who do you know that met someone in line for a monkeypox vaccine? A it's friend a of mine. No, it, it yeah, it is a cute name. You're right. Um and by the way, I love that we get to say a pox on you now. You know, that's kind of fun. A pox on you, yeah. I feel exactly. like I, I was I'd never be able to say a that in my life. A pox on you, a hex on you and all your children. Yeah. Exactly. But I'm looking forward to the kiki that is the line to get the first shot. Uh speaking of the kiki. Oh my god. I can't handle Oh my god. The July kiki and the July drink. Wow. That's first all I'm going to say. That's all, all I could say, say First of all, the kiki was absolutely fabulous. I would honestly frame that bottle of gin. Beautiful. It is gorgeous. Even How the about the fact the that it was top? from Arizona, which I had such a hard time with, but one of the developers was British. And if, and if anyone knows well, gin, it's a British go. person. They, I, they that started that gin foraging, foraging during the pandemic. Talk about knowing how to use your time. I have to say that was a fucking classy, bougie surprise of a drink. You know what I loved about the gin was that even I could be surprised still. Because you know me. When Connor sent that to me and I looked it up and I said, wait a minute. It's from Arizona. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not sending people gin from Arizona. I hate to tell you, it was so gorgeous and had Mm -hmm. such a sophisticated yet easy profile. Suncliff is what we're talking about. Yes. Really, it was, an, it was a knocky beautiful. socks off. Uh, so listen to me. ASocial.club, please don't be a fool. I can't, they have till August 1st. I don't even know what day it is anymore. If they missed it, they missed it. They'll have to join us for September. 
Sure. But I don't know why they're missing it. I can't understand. I mean, I will say subscriptions have been through the roof, but people yeah. got their membership cards. Should I show people? I got mine. People got their membership I thought cards. I was going to be one or two, but I was like one. What number are you? Really? 46, 124. Where are you really? Guess what number I was? What? One, of course. What? Well, I was the first person to buy the membership. And there it is. Zero, well, zero, it looks zero, like a thousand because the camera's backwards. No, no, no. I see zero, it. As one. Oh, you see it correctly? Yeah. Zero, 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 one. How gorgeous is that? They got their it's leopard. It's gorgeous. It is. They got it, their it feels leopard membership cards. Excuse me. It doesn't even say AI Social Club on the branding. It's just gorgeous. I feel and like then, it's one of those things where if you ever got pulled over, you could just hand over your ID with that card and they would just let you go. Gorgeous. Oh, Who did that? Absolutely. Isn't that beautiful? Beautiful. That, that is a rendering. illustrator. He lives in South Korea, I hate to tell you. Yeah. And then beautiful. that gorgeous, I mean, I don't even know if people can see any of this because I'm doing it on the free feed. I'm just it's showing the, Brian. It's the recipe card. We do a beautiful illustration every month of the mm-hmm. of a rendering of the drink, and it's absolutely stunning, and they're collectible, and people are dying over them. But I don't want to say anything more about it because I can't be making people feel terrible who aren't part of the club. They just- Oh, really? Talk, you can't be making a woman, people feel I hate terrible. to tell you, a woman posted and said, talk about FOMO. I'm seven months pregnant and I joined the club. I saw I, that. I can't even drink it. the drink, <laughs> but I've been serving it to my husband and all of his friends. But I loved the club so much and everything is so gorgeous that comes in the box. This month, they got a golden stirring spoon. Gorgeous. That's and about a yard the, long. It's so beautiful. What about the matches? How cute are the matches? Beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, enough about us. We're having too much fun. Forget all I know, these I've people. gotten messages. You know what? Don't like, join. Don't join. Yeah, don't do because it. Because it's not going to be exclusive enough anymore if, if all of these people I've been getting a lot of DMs in. from people saying, like, when I posted stuff saying, like, yeah. wait, what is, where can I get this? What is this? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, look, oh, come on. Here's where you can get it. But honestly, you should have known already. Naomi voice memoed me yesterday or the day before, the day before that I can't even remember anymore to tell me how gorgeous the box was. I was on live. I had to do a Zoom with Naomi for some- Why? I don't know. I was hoping that she was going to apologize to me, but it ended up not being that. Huh. A truth and reconciliation panel? Correct. Something, (laughs) I was Palestine. She was Israel. Don't bring that up. I'm not. I'm not. I shouldn't have, and I'm not. Safi Um, Glickman. That's right. Yep. But Syria. we're Rana. We're a hope. Yeah, we're a hope for yeah. the future. We are. We are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she, why aren't we selling knock- ourselves like that? We are. We are the peace accords. That's who we are. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But we were. Um. She, we were. We were on the Zoom when when her door knocked, and she was like, "Hang on, I think it's the Rana box." That's what she oh my said. god. Yeah. Isn't that something? I'm glad well, I mean, she ended up canceling her East Coast trip, so I'm glad she could have a little fun with us at the Kiki. Me too. It's going to be nice. Uh, so listen to me. I incredible. Yeah. I don't even know how we got this guest, except I do. You know, she's it. It was me. You know, she's yeah. it, but I'm it. So we're it. You know, that's sort of right. how it works. Right. Uh, right. She's so incredible, but we have to read one follow up before oh she gets here. Absolutely. Would you she like is, me to read it, Ronner? She is what I don't know if they even say this anymore. She's killing the game. Do they say that anymore? She, yes, of course. She She's is the so, moment. She, I don't know who gave her the secret codes to what the game is, 
but she's doing all the cheat codes and all the, you know, boss the levels. I think she has nice style. The cheat codes. Oh, I thought you said Chico's. Yeah, she's wearing Chico's. She's sponsored <laughs> by Chico's. With- <laughs> Pretty fresh. Okay. Uh, okay. Read this letter because it's too much. Now, this is from the man whose hoarder sister, which is my favorite new expression. Well, my favorite part about this is that when Mimi puts the brief together, she will sometimes do a little, you know, refresher sentence before we she get does. She does. She does like a quick, quick refresher. And she, and I was reading this very funny. in bed last night, you know, doing my best Nancy Myers movie impersonation in my fluffy bed with my glasses. I believe it. And I read the description of this thing that gave us the heads up about what it was. And it made me laugh out loud in bed. I think you should just read the letter, the, the thing, and then read the letter. But you got it. Yeah. From wait, so you think I should read your description? The first? little descriptor that Mimi gave. Of course. Us, then read the letter from the man whose hoarder sister, so good, wanted him to store her Beanie Baby collection till she could get rid of her bag bugs. Fabulous. <laughs> this is from the free feed. <laughs> that sentence alone. Can you store that my Beanie Baby collection until I so get rid of my bed bugs? Yeah, yeah. I Fabulous. said, that's what this show is? That's what made me laugh. So I, I thought, Ow. how is this what this show became? But anyway, go on. Now, this is from Free Feed 110. It's what, uh, the second episode we've done with Mike Shore. So it was Free Feed 110. Oh, you do know, you we were it? supposed to do a sweep sweeps with him. We better get him back on. I know. It was, well, it was yeah. supposed to be. You're right. We got to. Yeah. Well, we we're going to have to. Well, we're really late for sweeps, Rana, but we can still yeah. do it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll do November sweeps with him. November sweeps. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Dear Rana and Brian <laughs> and guest, if they've derived early for the updates, one never knows if company is coming early. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm the guess. brother of yeah. the bed-bugged, stuffed animal hoarder. Mm. And wanted to thank you dearly for the copy of Mike Schur's book. Oh, they won that week. Yeah. Insightful well, advice. Of course they won. Did you get the Yeah, this was a bad one. Yeah. The insightful advice on the luxurious candle. Immediately following you reading my letter, my sister went through a breakup, caught COVID, and was fired from her job at a linen store. Went through a breakup? I mean, she had a relationship? I can't believe it. I can't believe she had bed bugs and was working at a linen store. Yeah. Well, keep reading. Ah, perhaps due to discussion of bed bugs. <laughs> if there, there we go. That would kind of crush it at a at a linen store. Yeah, if that's there was sort of the only justice, thing they don't want you to talk about a bed, bath, and beyond. Exactly. Yeah. If there was karmic justice, she feels for her more skipping, Tuesday mornings to me. But anyway, go I on. was going to say, if you say linen store, you it just is linens and more, right? I mean, yeah. who else would call linens linen and store? things or whatever it is? Yeah. My mom saw Laura Bush there once. <laughs> She was shopping for the girls, for their dorms. For their dorms, I bet. She was getting them Laura Ashley comforter covers. My sister, my mom was doing the same thing for my sister. Yeah. If there was karmic justice for her skipping out on us, it was clearly in full force. Communication and apologies are not her strong suit. And after weeks of avoidance because of my anger at the situation, the COVID, and the bed bugs, I calmed myself down. I want to see what that looked like. I calmed myself down, mm. took her out to brunch, and she revealed a discovery. It was not bedbugs in her home, but instead fleas, which were easier to get rid of. That's uh, wonderful news. <laughs> fleas. What is this? Shakespeare's times? Honest to God. People have fleas. John Dunn, are- the flea, fleas in your bed. Uh, yeah. The only reason people ever had fleas was because they slept with livestock in the house. Okay. Oh, my God. Ugh. 
We lit the candle you Please. sent us for the. That's so gross. We lit the candle. They you need sent us some diametaceous first... earth, is what they need. I wonder if they're those green fleas. Diametaceous earth is that what it was called? Yeah. Ticks, chiggas, fleas, fleas, chiggas, cockroaches, cockroaches, silverfish. The worst word in the English language, next to moths. Ugh. Oh. Did you hear? Know that Scarlett Curtis suggested I we do her. an all ASMR episode. That that. Yeah, be but I don't have the knack for it. I'm here that to, to support be a you. Sheer, a tear on Patreon. What we do an ASMR tier. Anyway, I, fleas. Go on okay. from fleas. We lit the candle you sent us for the first time that night. Nothing is miraculously better. But you, Brian, and Mike validated my concern and helped me be less upset at the situation. While we were going through an emotional time with our beloved elderly dog passing in these last few months, my sister would stop by and keep our pet company when we had to work. Actions sometimes do speak louder than words, and I will forever be grateful for that kindness. There's still work to be done, and I'm sure Mm. frustrations to come, but you set me on a path to seeing things differently in a moment I needed that perspective. Kiss, kiss. P.S. I had no idea how to weave this into the letter, but Brian... My sister is also a fan of true crime and Dateline and possibly the wildest thing she's done ever. She once posted to Facebook a childhood photo of her and a murderer of the day he had killed someone while he was still on the run from the police. (sighs) She tagged him with a caption about how cute they were as kids. She was aware that the crime had occurred to him and challenged that it wasn't appropriate to post them like that on the day a man was murdered. She asserted that it was a cute photo. This sister is... Wild. So now we're going to pretend she's just a person having a hard time. How is that the PS? The PS is my sister's a narcissistic sociopath who posted a picture of a murderer because she looked cute in the picture. Right. That's like. Yeah. That's really what's going on. That is deep and dark. Who can only relate to animals, by the way. Uh, yep. And I, and by the way, I hope she didn't give fleas to your dog. You're right; they're transferable. As or is monkeypox, for- by the way. As monkeypox is a close contact disease, you know that, yeah. Yes, I know, yeah. but I'm saying not like even- sexually transmitted, it's close contact. Well, I'm not having sex with my dog, Rana. But what I mean, and I don't have it either. But what I'm saying is that animals. Well, Twenty-one days, we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like skin to skin. Yeah. That's what they say, everyone. You gotta, you gotta check your partner's genitals, even if it's a temporary partner. You gotta For see what? what's going on down there. See if there's a. Well, where, how does it like, develop the pox? Yeah, d- honestly, if you know the answers to these things, tell me. Well, because like it is largely affecting men who have sex with men. That seems to be right because that's where it started. Was in that not started, but anyone can get it. Jump, Let's be clear. Yes, yes, of course. But in this instance, it made the jump to that community, and so that's the way it's spreading. Exactly. Yeah, it which could I have think been is children to child to child, but it wasn't. It was. It wasn't. And by the man. way, yeah, good for them because I got to be honest with you. I'm all about, listen, if you've been stifled your whole life, why not fucking take your shirt off and dance right up next to somebody who fucking cares? I think it's chic. But <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. Um, So it's not like, if you Google image monkeypox, it's not that. It's not what they get in those rural villages in Africa. Okay, it, it's not the boils and things that No, it's usually like presents as like a mark on 
your genitals, either your PP uh-huh. or your Anan. Okay. Guess what? I guessed is yes. So you're Are not you the sur- you're not the Surgeon General. So we're gonna let people Google that if if they want to know what it looks like. How does that? That's sound? fine. And I have a bone to pick with you, but I guess I'll pick it later. What's the bone? I heard the Patreon this week. Yeah. What happened? Well, I know that someone got invited to Martha's Vineyard and went. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get let's get with that later. That's fine. We'll get into that later. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. We'll get into that later. You know what? Okay. I need you to. Here's what I need for you. I mm-hmm. need you to take two breaths and a keen because we have an incredible guest who just arrived. Okay, fine. I'll do. And some I need you to find yourself. A I'm gonna bit. have to. I'm I need you to, to find your professionalism. Is what I need. Okay. Do you think right. you can do it? Yeah, I think I can do it. There might be a few holes in the wall by the time I get back, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right, dear. All right. Our guest today is none uh, other than a star, the star of hacks. Oh my the god, the star of the year. She might be the star of the year. She's the star of the year. She's the it girl. Without further ado, Hannah Einbinder. Beautiful. I said Hannah like Hannah Arendt. Hannah. I know you were you were truly you were truly yeah, giving us yeah. all those Scandi Dutch <laughs> <Yeah>. vibes. Mm. <laughs> Rana, do you ever feel overwhelmed by the amount of choices there are out there? I don't feel overwhelmed, but other people do. That's right. What I do is I cut through that noise. I you just walk go right into to the, the best. store. I yeah. look at a thing and I know what the best thing is, and That's that right. is what apostrophe is going to do for the people in our audience. I got to tell you, I sometimes, lately, this is like in the past year, I get a little bit of acne on my face. I think it has to do with the mask. Yeah. But I get a retinoid prescription, which is like niacinamide mixed with trentinoin, I think it's called, from apostrophe, which is prescription strength. I got to tell you, it knocks it right out, and it's great for wrinkles too. How about that? Unbelievable. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized acne treatment for your unique skin. It's a whole team on, on your face, Ron. Yeah. How about that? No, it's incredible. Through Apostrophe, you can get access to oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear acne. You simply fill out an online consultation about your skin goals and medical history. Snap a few selfies. You do it. Uh, you do each profile of your face and then a dead-on picture. You can do it right on your computer. Mm-hmm. And just from that, a board-certified dermatologist will create your first customized treatment plan. I get mine delivered every three months. Apostrophe offers access to treatments for all types of acne, from hormonal to facial, back, chest, butt. They treat breakouts from head to toe. Rana, I got to tell you, this came in a beautiful package that you're not ashamed to get delivered. It has this bright yellow color. It has tissue paper in it. It's beautiful. And I have to tell you, the service experience was top-notch. They got back to me right away. I had a treatment plan, and I know what I'm putting on my face at night. Fabulous. I also think it's incredible that you don't have to go to a dermatologist. You can sit in your home, especially when you're feeling a little bit insecure about something with your skin. You can sit in your home and apostrophe does the whole thing right there. It comes to your door and you can get started on a treatment plan right away. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5. Wow. $5 for a doctor's visit. At apostrophe.com slash askrana, when you use our code askrana, that's a savings of $15. This code's only available to our listeners. So- 
get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash askrana and click begin visit, then use our code askrana at sign up, and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thanks, Apostrophe, for sponsoring the episode. This is the future of skincare, if you ask me. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about FM. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. So wait a minute. Oh my God, Rana. You know, it's been this a while. This is the moment. This it's is... been a while since there's been an it girl. She is our Sienna Miller. You must have someone else on. I don't know if you could She's just the new Sienna Miller, you think? She's well, she's I don't know. That's the last it girl Sienna I could. She's way better than Sienna Miller. That was just the last it girl I could think of. Uh-huh. But no, I gotta uh-huh. say, not only is she a phenomenally funny person, she's a phenomenally talented actress. Yes, twice she is. Emmy nominated on the uh-huh. hottest show in the country, Excuse and me. also looked like a star on RuPaul's Drag Race. It's the oh. only thing I want to talk about is this RuPaul <sighs> Drag Race look. You were I'm not so. Kidding. Funny and good on that show. When you slid off that chair, I was—I literally rebounded because it was like the most adorable thing I've ever seen. Oh. And you looked fucking <laughs> chic as hell. Thank Tell you. us. I know we're not. People don't like it when I talk about looks. Okay, because now we're in a post looks world. No, but I wanted to get her. Aren't allowed to be attractive or unattractive anymore. Even though all the culture wants to talk about is drag culture, which is all about how people look. So anyway, mm. we got that out of the way. Speak on that. Sure. All I want to talk about is that look, how it came together, who it was by. And Hannah knows that I'm following her looks. She knows this. We've had this conversation before. We're doing a little, we have a DM relationship where we talk about, I saw that look. I liked what was happening. What about this? Who did the tailoring? My other favorite thing is she always tags the seamstress. Yes. Because it's all about tailoring. The fit. Yeah, sure. Talk to me about this powder blue confection and sugar how it came Rini. together. Sugar for Rini saved my life. Um, sugar for Rini tailoring. Um, everything is tailored. Kevin Michael Erickson, my stylist, is the mastermind behind it all. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we wanted to play into my expression of my own quote unquote drag, which does lean more in the masculine space. Sure. Victor Victoria. Sure. And we've seen it and we love it. Um, you know, especially well, we going could say Marlene like Dietrich, I suppose we could say. Sure. Also, a little bit of a David Byrne with sure. the big oversized, with the oversized. With those yeah. shoulders. Get For out of sure. here. Yeah. And you know, baby blue. I love powder blue, and we always want to do something in that area. Secret weapon for a redhead is powder blue. You better believe it. Everybody oh. thinks it's forest green. Powder blue. Actually, those people are wrong. It doesn't photograph well. Forest green. No, it doesn't. Great in person if you're trying to look deep into their eyes. But <laughs> Back, exactly. And <laughs> so we did that. Um, there was an asymmetrical bob happening. Now we mm-hmm. did cut 
a very blunt um, bob. We did cut it asymmetrical. It was exaggerated with extensions, with pieces in the hair. Well done. Brian Fisher hair. And I swear to God, RuPaul Charles looked at me and he looked at my hair and he said, that's the best hair I've ever seen in my life. Oh (gasps) my God. That's crazy. Wow. Incredible. He said, is that all yours? I said, honey, it couldn't possibly be. No, no. And I said, Brian Fisher hair. I said, Brian Fisher hair. Maybe I should get into hair. And your makeup was a little different this time. You did a little more eyeliner than you usually do top and bottom eyeliner. It was, it was, we. Well, I feel like RuPaul's Drag Race is one of those places where if you're going to go, you're going to fucking go. You're going to show up. Yeah. You better go. Who Um, made the suit? So the suit. Or the um, look. I I I have to get back to you on that. I genuinely. Jose Banks. So (laughs) it was. was, (laughs) Big and tall. The suit, yes, honestly, for me, yes. Burlington coat back. <laughs> that, if I know Burlington, that's a Burlington. Burlington for her. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, the uh, the suit the suit underneath. Yeah. Um, the aside from the jacket was a one piece. I don't know if that was clocked. That was a jumpsuit. It jump was suit. because it was sort of, but it had almost a corseted, mm-hmm. uh, because I love that. Speaking of Marlena Dietrich or maybe Madonna in Express Yourself videos sort of thing. Sure. It had that look, which was you have the shirt and the tie underneath coming out of a bustier in a way. Correct. Very Gautier. It was very Gautier. Very powerful. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. I'm Gautier actually- having a real moment again. I'm very happy for him. He just had a 20-year anniversary show that they did in Paris last week for the shows. And it was and it, just- how did it how did it go? Wonderful. It was I had a very great time. good. I loved yeah. the um I loved the sort of mannequin piece over the suit. Did you see that one? Incredible. Really fabulous. And they did a lot. And they also dipped into the archives quite a bit and they did mm-hmm. a great job. The one thing that's good about all these Does anyone know what Kenneth Cole has been doing lately? I, <laughs> uh, I hear he's His relaunching looks. the reaction line. Oh, good. I've been waiting. We've all been waiting. <laughs> But the good thing about these influences is that they dress them all. And so you get to see more looks than just the looks on the runway. And it makes brings a little fun to fashion week, in my opinion. When Jean-Paul Gaultier speaks in English, it sounds like he's doing an impression of a French person. If a a ventriloquist dummy could speak with its own voice, it would sound like Jean-Paul Gaultier. It doesn't sound like a French person trying to speak English. It sounds like an absolute, exactly. Like like Muppets. Correct. Absolutely. Sounds like a jack-in-the-box who says, boo. Hannah, uh, do you have, you have any shows coming up? You do, right? You're going to be in San Francisco soon tour. or something? You're on I, tour. Yes, I just got back to LA after a couple dates. Um, on the East Coast, I'm going Vancouver, Seattle, Portland. Um, oh, great. So we'll do Northwest. Yes. Oh, and then San Francisco. Fabulous. And then so listen, Hannah, and then you'll be back for the oh, Emmys, obviously, because you've got a little work to do that week, huh? Yeah, she's nommed. You better believe again. it. You better believe I got work. How today. exciting is it? Has it been on to be on the show? The and to be recognized for your incredible season two of this show. Mm. Speaking of which, I just realized in the in the poster, Jean Smart's wearing powder blue as her as her power color, and then you're taking it as your power color on RuPaul. This is a power color. These ladies powder are blue connected. Is- 
Okay. It's, it's, ha- the, it's having a moment. The and thanks mm-hmm. to you too. But how exciting has it been to have such a wonderful, obviously you've been doing stand up for a while, but you're a, a young little Spock. And for this to be the way you burst on the scene, what a fun, incredible, once in a lifetime, it girl kind of moment you're having. And yeah. the work you're doing is incredible. You're so terrific on this show. Thank you, Rana. And you're funny, but you're heartbreaking, but you're, I mean. Truly, my God. The, in season two, just that gut punch of the last episode. And like, it was just beautiful, really. Well, thank you. Have you, have you, uh, have you gotten so famous yet that you've been like hitting staff or anything? Have you been abusing anybody? Mm, throw any phones? Have you done no anything like that? No staff to speak of. I'm a one-man okay. band. <laughs> so You I need to hire someone you can throw a phone at. Exactly. Blame it on <laughs> yeah. them. That's what Naomi Campbell would do, and she's still in the business. Have you appeared in any trials recently where you said this is actually a huge inconvenience for me to be here? <laughs> oh, my God. Only traffic court. Uh, <laughs> and you better believe people it. still have to go to traffic school? That's my question. Is there you a know, way to get out of traffic I, school? I once went to a, quote, unquote, comedy traffic school. Mm-hmm. I have to. Keep going, yep. please. Wait, keep where going. was it? Where Mine was, was in, like, my, growing up. It was in El Paso, okay. Texas. So it was, like, okay, not okay. here. But, yeah. What about you? What Do about you, you remember the name of your teacher? Uh, no, I've I've tried to forget a lot of what <laughs> happened that day. But I mean, I thought because I got into a lot of traffic stuff growing up in LA, you know, I just was a bad kid driving around, you know, do the parking and everything. It's a horrible city to drive in. <laughs> it is. It is, you know. And um, I just remember a guy with a really uh, – and, you know, these th- these things are – you know, six hours you have to complete. So yeah. you're in a three hour class every day. If you do two yeah. days or whatever, or eight hours, maybe it could even be longer. And this guy was just like, he'd been a smoker. He was like a step mm. away from, from losing his voice. Just so burly, husky, mm. like just a reddish bald, small bowling ball of a man. And he, mm. he was, he was relentless and he was not funny. And it was painful. And I said, can I switch to the regular traffic school? Well, yeah, because a comedian or a funny person should never go to anything that's called comedy anything. Well, this well by the way, the one, I went comedy. To, the one I went to, the comedy was just him being really mean to everybody. Right. <laughs> like, oh, it was like an Ed DeBevix. Exactly. You know, yeah. Last resort. Ed was DeBevix. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, my father worked at Ed DeBevix. He was a waiter there. That's why Get I know out that of here. That's yes. incredible. What was his pot? I don't remember, but I, I, that's the reason I know what that is. Does he have any Eat It Ed's shirts left? I'd like one if he does. Can you ask him for me? <laughs> that is so funny. Across from the Beverly Center. You are the second person in my life I have heard utter the name Ed DeBevix outside my <laughs> and father. And the first is him? Yes. <laughs> tell him I want to have, tell him I want to have a corned beef sandwich with him and talk about his work at Ed DeBevix. <laughs> you got it. He'd love to, I'm All sure. Right. Listen to me. This show is Really, we could sit here and talk to you all day, but that's not what the show is. Okay. okay. The show is about other people. So it's about people that are having a moment, but not the, the their moment. moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're not having the moment. They're not having Hannah. They're having a sure. moment, but not really the moment you are having. Sure. Not to say that life is perfect for you, but you know. Capital given H, the, capital Given M, the choice, Hannah's I think moment. you should keep going the way you're going if, you, if, if you're given the choice. I'll yeah. give it my best, Ron. I will. Uh we have a couple of questions here. Brian's going to read the first one. 
These are people that are desperate. They have nowhere else to turn. They've written to a podcast hosted by a woman whose life they could never aspire to and a man who's far too handsome to even spend any time with them. Are you sweet? And so there it is. But here we are because we're empaths. What can I say? That's right, Rana. And so Brian's going to read the first question. And all you have to do is just tell people what you think. And probably whatever you have to say is going to be better than whatever their idea was. That's true, Rana. Yeah. Dear Rana Brian, capital Y, which I like today. So Hannah, sometimes people capitalize the Y in my name. And sometimes I resent it because I think they're making fun of me. But sometimes I really appreciate it. And so today I appreciate it. Okay. And of course, fabulous (laughs) guest. No doubt about that. I'm writing to get some much needed advice on a situation with my roommate slash friend. Hmm. Some background. Hmm. We're both gay men. Both 29. Sorry, Rana. I know. Uh, Rana doesn't like 29-year-old men. I do not care for them at all. And we've lived together for three years. Now to the issue. This friend who... (laughs) Three years, friend, roommate. Okay. This friend who I live with won't stop copying me. Are you (gasps) sure you're 29 and not nine? That's crazy. Oh. I love this sentence. This friend who I live with won't stop copying me. He Ah. often steals my jokes, my interests, and hobbies as his own, which I've been able to brush off as just annoying, but lately he's taken it up a notch and I'm getting weirded out. First, I keep catching him retelling my stories that happened to just me (gasps) as if it was something that happened to him. For example, I'll tell a story about a crazy encounter I had on the bus and the next day he'll retell that story to our friends, but like it was something that had happened to him. Now even more bizarre. I've learned that he's been seeking out people I've slept with and hooking up with them too. No, this isn't a real letter. I confided in him about a regrettable drunken night when I hooked up with a mutual friend only to learn the next week he went and did the same. Then I found out after I showed him a guy from Grindr I hooked up with, I hooked up with, he went out that night and hooked up with the same guy. Okay. I've only learned about these two very recent (laughs) incidents after some sleuthing I did. So I don't know if this has been happening more. Is this all just coincidental? Am I being paranoid? Should I run for the hills? How do I tell him to stop copying me without sounding insane? Please help. The copied cat. Do not use my name. The copied cat, I have three words for you. Break the lease. This person (laughs) is deranged. And let me tell you something. I have two people I know, and this has happened to one of them, where every interest, every, and yes, and it is something that happens in adulthood. And I think it's funny. And obviously, like, it is the most childish thing to complain of, but it is so, so real. And you know, one thing I will say is you will always have an unbranding surplus of originality. And so you can always count on that if you do decide to stay in this. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, you know, you just have to have empathy for and feel bad for this person who is latching on to you because they do not feel their own sort of sense of self is enough. Mm. Keep going. And, and, and I would also say that if you find that it's too much, you absolutely BTL, break the lease. I mean, get out of there. I love get it. Get out BCL. of there. I love it. Now, Hannah, I have a question about your stand-up and your tour. Do you take other people's jokes and make them your own? Absolutely not. It's a crime. That's good. I also <laughs> want to say that, Rana, actually, you're ch- champing at the bit. I want you to go next. Rana. He's not just, oh, you play tennis, I play tennis. He's sleeping with people that he slept with. That's Jennifer Jason Lee. This is a level. 
Uh, This is next level. Bridget Fonda, when she was still acting. This is a level, uh, I wouldn't feel safe in the house, to be honest with you. This Mm -hmm. is, and also it seems to be escalating. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you, there are very few blind spots for me where I don't get my, where my shtetl clairvoyance doesn't go off in some way. Mm. But copying is something I can't understand for the life of me. I suppose it's very simple. It's just that people don't know who they are and they want to take on, you know, that they they're trying they to figure wear out a your personality skin. or it's something. E- this is a good personality. I'll try that one. Or right. you know, you seem to have fig- it's a life. I suppose it's a hack. I don't have to figure out things. You've already, I like what you're doing. I've already fig- you figured it out. I'll just do what you are doing. Right. But to be so that's one thing to say, oh, I bought the same sneakers as you. I bought the same purse as you. I whatever it I got the same haircut. But to be sleeping with people and to be and also when someone does things, stories, passing off the stories yours. As there was a pathological. They are your own. There is a deranged aspect to that. Pathological nature to that. This person is not your friend. Mm-mm. This person, there's a chance this person's in love with you, but if they are, it absolutely got mixed up in the emotions and brain chemistry machine, mm. and it's mm. not coming going to be spit out in the right form. I mean, this is like, you know, a circus peanut that comes out with no dots on it or something. It's just not working. I would be interested to see if you did the Enneagram evaluation with this person um, before obviously doing yours. You cannot go first. What's this? The Enneagram is a sort of one of the social scientists sort of personality uh, quizzes or or methods of... um, evaluating a personality on a scale of one to nine and each personality is one through nine and it's very it's very interesting it's fun it's um, what are the questions how does it work I'm surprised I haven't heard of this it's incredible really I mean of all of the of all of the um of all of the sort of social sciencey like personality type things I think this one is closest to to um to, I've done the like MJPX or whatever, the one that was right. four initials, whatever, the Briggs right. Meyer or something. Briggs yeah. Myers Briggs, yes. That's another yeah, Myers one. Briggs. This one is, I mean, it'll essentially be uh, a couple paragraph descriptions of mm-hmm. various sort of emotional dispositions. It's not even like personality. It's like, where do you operate from as a human being? Oh, cool. And But how do you pin down someone who's a shapeshifter in this kind of quiz? I know what to, exactly what to do. Because they don't answer honestly. That's well, true. That's true. That's true. Which makes but them you a could sociopath. Take well, I don't know. I think a lot of the blame lies with the person writing the letter. Because if you really, really wanted to give this guy the business, yeah, start doing I, really yeah. boring things. Well, the very mm. first thing I thought of was that you should you should say, oh, I'm entering a hot pepper eating contest on set. I was going <laughs> to say that. Yeah. Well, not yeah. exactly that, but I was also going to yeah. say like, I'm going to do, I'm going to try therapy. I'm putting baby just, oil on my car seats. <laughs> get him into therapy. Exactly. I'm going to eat you out know, of dog dish this week. I'm on the dog dish diet. <laughs> exactly. I'm, yeah, I'm going to watch the hunt for about October nonstop. Make him a very, very <laughs> boring person and get him into therapy by saying that I'm in therapy now or da da da, da. Isn't that crazy? And then let him get into therapy. Don't and get him anywhere. Get yourself out. No, you got to get out. out. This guy's BTL. wild. Just BTL, BTL. BTL. JJL. Not to be confused with BTK, which we don't want to talk or about. Or BLT, which. Yeah. yeah. Oh, delicious. 
Really good sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Add an A. Why not? I don't know why it doesn't come standard, but it doesn't always. With avocado. Uh, Yes. And yeah. also another secret weapon is that Cupy mayonnaise. Have you used it? The Japanese mayonnaise. Uh, oh, the Japanese mayonnaise. You better yeah. believe it. You better Great believe it. Great on a BLT. So cute. Great right on a BLT. It's BLT season right now because mm. tomatoes are in season. Oh, For my Nothing God. like a native tomato on a BLT. Nothing like a tie-dye beefsteak. You know, oh, they got all the- Nothing. Gorgeous. Yes, that still has a that marbled, marble in it. A yes. marbled tomato. Gorgeous. But you can, you can really, you have to really bite into it, crunch it. It's like a chip. <laughs> Where does one source one of those in LA? Great question. I get them in Boston all the time. I used to do a barter system with Rana where I'd bring her beefsteak tomatoes and then she'd give me like Yes, $500. and I would throw them back at him. That was, well, he would get them at Trader Joe's and they, yeah. would, a barter they would be frozen and then defrosted and then refrigerated and then brought to me. And that really like wasn't I what I wanted in my produce. Yeah. I would bring uh, her frozen tomatoes. Uh, in and Boston, then if I needed something, I would ask for money. Stands. We have farm stands by the side of the road where you can get gorgeous farm native stands. produce. <laughs> we well, do have farm you stands. Could, <laughs> you could try a farmer's market. You certainly market. could try a farmer's market. <laughs> you know, I was just in Boston. You're making me giggle today, Brian. I don't I know, know why. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I would get it out of farm stand. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, are you ever in the Boston area? I just was. I was just there. This is ringing true for me totally. Doing oh, that's what? right. So you heard this. You know, I doing was doing what? stand up, baby. Come on. Why else am I anywhere? Wait a second. You were in Philadelphia with that Mike Solomonov. How uh, do you say his name? Now tell Mike, me about Michael him. Michael Solomonov. Yeah, Michael I don't know Solomonov. about him really. He is a chef, he is a father, he is a friend. He He's is a restaurateur. A restaurateur. What's his restaurant in Philadelphia? Because I think Brian might have been. Oh, I've well, been to this couple. restaurant. Zahab. I've been to Zahab. Yes, it's delicious. Is that Zahab. where you got me the pottery, Brian? The Turkish pottery? Is that where that came No, from? but he has that one too. And I forget the yeah. name of that one. Laser yeah. Wolf. Yeah. Laser Wolf. Yes. Uh, and Wait, what was Philly? the one you just said He's besides Philly Laser based? Wolf? Abe Fisher. Abe Fisher. He's His Philadelphia based. fucking amazing. He's incredible. Yeah. He's based yeah. in Philly. Yeah. Um, he goes up to New York. Laser Wolf Brooklyn just opened up on a rooftop. COVID friendly. Fabulous. Ah. Oh. In a hotel. Fabulous. The view of the city. Literally what on the hotel? water. What hotel do you William know? Vale. I'm not know. sure. I don't remember the hotel, but Michael is one of the best human beings I've ever met. I mean, an extraordinary person, a generous person, a loving person, a great friend. And incredible. Very sexy too. Yes. Single, stunning, stunning, stunning Jewish man. Um, beyond stunning. Not single, single. Not single. Awesome. Looking for an older woman. Lovely wife, Asima. She's a lawyer. Shout out to her. Uh, I think we've answered that. Can people agree? I think we did a great job. Break the lace, get out of the BTL. house. You going? Honey. You could end up, I don't know what, under a dishwasher. But I would also be curious if your clothes have gone missing mm. at any point. I'm curious if this guy's literally Buffalo Bill wearing the skin of him. Oh, get out of there. Run. Dear Ron O'Brien and superstar of a guest, huh? Happens to be accurate in this case. That's true. <laughs> I recently found your podcast after catching up on Attitudes, a show I've never heard of. How dare you. And it has been, that's Brian's other show where he's yeah. a, a real true superstar. 
speaking of which. Oh, are you nice, Rana? Uh, and it has been a wonderful comfort to me as my office podcast, as I anxiously transition into my new hybrid schedule. Huh. It truly is, as the kids say, an all bangers podcast with no fella. I do think that's fun. I like all bangers. That's fun. All bangers. All bangers. I can't thank you enough for all that you do, but I simply must ask you a question. I have a bachelorette party coming up in a few weeks. I am the gay male friend among a friend group of women. So I was included in the wedding party as a groomsman. Fun. But was still, I always maintain that the opposite should always happen. A man should always have one woman in his bridal party if he has any female friends. Because sure. she'll take care of everything. And all the other bozos are walking around trying to get in. And then the woman takes care of everything. Sure. Well, that sounds like that sucks for her. Well, I've done it before. It was kind of fun. <laughs> oh, Ooh. all right. Uh, Should she be willing? I gave yes. him a set of uh, Alexander McQueen, uh, what are they called? Cufflinks. Loved them. Oh, how made, nice. I made sure Fabulous. that there was... I made sure there was a bottle of what's it called? Pappy Van Winkle whiskey for all the people to enjoy in the in the men's party. Sure. And I made sure he walked out the door looking good instead well, of looking like Where do you get that whiskey? It's like a smart and final thing or I've never oh, heard of it. Oh no, it's too now you can't even get it. So it's so absolutely. Well, that's a bit of a, you know, they pre- supply demand, they turn off the tap, they pretend oh, there's none yeah. left, then they find a little more at the bottom Somehow, of the barrel, that sure. kind of thing. Yeah. But I will give people a hint. If you like Pappy Van Winkle, but you don't want to spend the money, Old Wella is what you want to buy because that yeah. is basically the runoff from all the Pappy Van Winkles. So instead uh, of it being one one mill or one vintage sure. or whatever they call it, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Pour it all into a bottle. They give it to you. It's delicious. If you like brown alcohol, I don't. Anyway. I do. But we're still invited to the bachelorette party, which I'm happy about. If it matters, we're all in our late 20s. Of course it matters. Me and the other bridesmaids have been planning the bride's bachelorette party for over a couple months now. We have an Airbnb fit for me and the other bridesmaids. And the bride has a couple non-bridesmaids friends who will be joining us for a night of dinner and bar hopping. First, I need to establish two group texts going on. One with the bride and the bridesmaids, which we'll call the friend group chat. And one with all the bachelorette party attendees, which we'll call batch group chat. Thank you for clarifying. About a week ago, the bride texted the friend group chat. So that's the inner circle. Got it. Those are, That's the bridal party, really. Just right? right, sure. And then the other one is just everyone going on the weekend. The mm. batch. Yeah. A link to an Instagram ad for an all-girls oy, reggaeton dance party saying, look at this video. We should go. Who? Wait, sorry. Who sent this? The bride. Okay, got so it. there's no going back on this. She wants to do this, yeah. As well as here's how much tickets are, here's the date they're coming, etc. About a day goes by uh, of no one responding, and I finally break the silence and say, "Not really my thing, sorry." <laughs> <laughs> huh? Which I'll admit was blunt, but I wanted to be honest. Then the bride immediately texts the batch group text saying, let's go to this. I'll buy tickets. Just Venmo me $25. I hadn't realized the date of the dance party was the same weekend as the bachelorette party. And that's the reason she wanted to go. So essentially, I put my foot in my mouth and flat out exclaimed, this is something I wouldn't want to go to. The bride never acknowledged my text. 
for context. I'm fairly introverted. When I go out, I really have to be in the mood with the right crowd, with the right music. This reggaeton dance party is not up my alley. I also tried to point out that this is an all-girls party, and I would be likely turned away at the door. I even texted this to my bride friend individually and said I would opt out while the rest of them go, since it was something she really wanted to do. But my bride friend was insistent. We all sent her money for the tickets and that she should quote, she would quote, find a way to get me in. So I did. And the tickets have all been bought. Boy, oh boy. What, what an absolute. So far, a letter writer, I am not on your side. Lot of paragraphs for a very small problem. Mm. The other bridemaids haven't been much help either. And I think it's funny how adamantly disinterested. Oh, sorry. The other bridesmaids haven't been much help either. And think it's funny how adamantly disinterested I am in this plan. I might be on their side. I'm perfectly fine with staying at the Airbnb while they go out, but my bride friend doesn't want me to be excluded. Am I just being a killjoy or do you see my dilemma? How do I get out of this dance party without ruining the night by getting turned away or worse, getting admitted and living through hours of being in a place I shouldn't be in and that I have no genuine interest in going to? I didn't include my name, but I would love if Brian with a capital Y would come up with a nickname for me. Thank you for all the laughs sincerely. Okay. Mm. All right, you two. I mean, I, yeah. There's a lot to unpack here. Um, I mean, personally, while I don't know that ultimately this person is in the right, I can identify. I don't like to party. I don't like to go out. I'd sooner take a bullet for someone than attend a bachelorette party. Okay, That's for sure. <laughs> I I will not be going. And I love you. And if you are my friend, I love you. And I will not. And I shan't be going. So I understand. However, if you have agreed to participate and plan and it's been going on for months, you're in, baby. What's a night out that you don't love? It's a night, you know? You're in. Four hours. We're talking about four, 14 paragraphs about four hours. And by the way, you're, if you don't get in, why is that a bad thing for you? You don't want to get get rejected. Go home. There's 14,000 ways to get out of this that you don't have to tell her about. Exactly. I, I, you could I, have gotten sh- sick. You could be at the Airbnb, have your Hulu all queued up to the deep end or whatever you're watching alone on Netflix, whatever it is. And you sure. could, two minutes before everyone's, you could get dressed to go out for the night. And then you could say, I think I ate something. There's so many things you could be doing. <laughs> and also, instead you of could, telling you her, could, you have bad taste and this doesn't sound like fun. You could also you are go. a little bit of a potty pooper. You could also go for 30 minutes or an hour and then just say, I'm yeah. not feeling that great. I'll see you guys home. Like, Don't be so hammered you could Irish exit. You'll and leave. Completely. And also, this is my feeling about like Ron always makes fun of me because I love to go on tours because I love tour guides and mm-hmm. I love to be in situations I'm never normally in. I also feel the same way you do, Hannah, about like I have said no to bachelor parties. It's not my thing. I, I don't – and by the way – they always involve going to Vegas. So that's two things I don't love. You I'm know what I mean? It's just Ooh. not going to happen. No. But I will say, for one, if, 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 
you know that you will never go to another night like this in your life. Don't you want the story about it? Like, just go. It could be super fun. And if it's not, just leave. But I agree that this bachelorette party is not about you. And you don't need to be telling the bride, this just isn't my thing. I'm just not the one. I don't know. I just can't imagine it. Like, just just save that for yourself and then deal with it. You didn't handle this well, okay? You didn't. You really didn't. And now you're paying for it. Yeah. You could have handled this better in the beginning. And I also think actually my little shtetlomit is going off a little bit, that there's something else going on, which is I think you're a little depressed. Or there's some other something going on, which is you can't, because really it's four hours. That's really what it is. Yeah. I mean, I don't And it's go something you have hours. no idea what it will be. You do, but I would could, have said from the beginning, I can't wait to be at the wedding. I really don't think me for a weekend at the house with 12 girls and me, I love that you're going to all these lengths, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just, honestly, I'm not going to be fun in that situation. You guys should have a great time. I'm so looking forward to the wedding. I can't wait. I will be at every event of the wedding. I promise you, but this just isn't my thing. And And please don't take it personally. La Crusade. You know, exactly. Set. Whatever I was going to spend on that, I'm, you know, send them a bottle of champagne Put it on the, to the yeah. hotel room. I've and, done that before. Yeah. And isn't, and everyone says that's so fun. He wanted oh to give us God. a send off on the so night thoughtful. or whatever it is. But you've already stepped in this several times. Mm-hmm. And if actually you try that approach now, it's not going to work because you've insulted her a couple of times. And it's a bummer because why does it really matter? Why should she be insulted? And the answer is because she's an absolute lunatic psychopath because she's getting married. And that's what happens. People lose their brains when they're getting married. And so there's no listening. Everything is everything is personal. Even yes. though it shouldn't be personal, that's how they take it. Yes. So now it's this. I would stop talking about it and stop telling her, Definitely. Here's another reason why you don't want me there. Here's another reason. Here's another reason. And I would just go to that club and hope to God they don't let you in and then say, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Have the best time. I'll be, I'll wait for you guys back at the place. And again, it doesn't have to be an all or nothing situation. It doesn't have to be you're going and you're closing it down. You know, like you could go for a little bit. Yeah. You don't have to do a Jaeger ski everywhere you go. Guess what? Or if, whatever. Yeah. If you're not having a good time, your friends won't want you there anyway. No one wants that. Yeah. But you also don't have to put on a puss face. Right. No, don't do that. Don't do You could that. just go sit at the bar and check your phone if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. Read a New York article. But I'm getting a sense of that feeling when you're in your 20s and you're not totally happy with where you're at. And so being at things, it's a bit of that feeling of you feel lonelier when you're with people than when you're not with people. And I don't think, we had a question a couple of weeks ago about someone who was going to a wedding and they were jealous that other people were coupled off and they didn't know how to enjoy themselves at the at the wedding. And the answer is, just enjoy yourself at the wedding. Everything doesn't have to be a colored by the brush of where you are in your life. Mm. But it can be if that's all you're thinking about and you're sort of ruminating on that. And so, again, this is a situation where you say, if I really want to show up for my friend, the best thing I can do is try to find a way to adjust my attitude for, uh, for four hours. And the other thing, which is rich coming from me, 
Okay. Because look, I don't do much of what I don't want to do. I, I would say that's a fact. But it isn't fun or a terrific quality when you're so rigid that you say, well, I'm the kind of person who doesn't go to an all-night reggaeton party. Well, no one said you had to put it on your Tinder profile after you went to one reggaeton profile party. That's not who you are. You're not starting a reggaeton uh, Facebook group now because you went to one night. You went to your friend's thing. It was four hours of your life. It meant something to her. You had a terrible time. You went home. You had a bowl of ice cream. You took a clonopin and you went to bed. And that was the end of it. That sounds wonderful. And that's it. That's all it is. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. But you stepped in it already. So now you can't really step out of it. You got to go. You are, you are sentenced by the three of us to go into the record. Yeah. Though. And if you pretend to get sick, everyone knows you're not sick at this point. But also go. with COVID, I don't know why you don't just say, oh, it's exposed. <laughs> you're right, Rana. But I'd pick that window cl- carefully. You know, I wouldn't be exposed the day before the trip. I'd be exposed. Well, you got to be careful with that because then if you get days. it actually. Yeah. True. You got to be careful with that. And but, no limping if you can't keep it up. Yeah. And no, also, yeah, I, no I have to say, I don't think he's going to get turned away. He's with 12 women. You, that's how yeah. men get in. You better be with 12 men. It's women. true. Yeah. And especially like if it's an all-girls night, like you just say, what here's is my grinder profile. Night? Where do they huh? get the men from? What's an all-girls night? Yeah, I've never heard of that, actually, unless it's like, you know, a queer club or something. Unless it's ladies night, get, you know, ladies night before 10 or whatever, that sort of thing. So they they get in for free or something or they get a discount? They must just do a different playlist. Yeah. (laughs) I can't. Honestly, I don't want to go, so. Well, Rana, for my bachelor party, (laughs) whenever that happens, that's going to be the thing we're doing. And you're coming. And what I'm telling you now is I'm not coming. No, no, no! You'll come. No, I mean, I'm no, because I'm going to have it at your house. Actually, <laughs> I don't. We'll just use it to I'm walk out. Not interested. Yours. Oh, at my no, house. No, no. Well, then, I'm, then you can have it there, and I won't be there. You know what you no, two will be- do? You'll go to a nice dinner, and you'll have your own little celebration. And you I would say one on one. How about that? One on one. We can try that. it. But instead but of dinner, girl- Rana, I would like. I would like to go to like Provence or something. So maybe you could do that instead. Are we getting married? Because it sounds like now you're asking for a honeymoon. Uh, all of I my wish trips we were. are like honeymoons. That's the truth. Actually. They really are. Yeah. yeah. All right, dear. You read the next one. This is our okay. last question of the day. Here we go. Dear Rana Bryant, an honored guest. Oh, last Anna. year. You know what's funny about honored guest? It makes it sound like it's an honor for her to be here. It yes, is. It is. Oh, you're right. It is. Yeah. It is. Last year, I moved <laughs> to the suburbs of Atlanta to be closer to my family and friends. I'm Selfless. so happy. To now be in the same true. I'm so happy to now be in the same town as my best oh, friend and her so five-year-old sticky. daughter. My skin got sticky just it does, thinking it's about very, it. It's very, very warm there right now. Very sticky. Yeah. And surprisingly and, dark sometimes. The sort of like they, very there's dark. a lot of hollows very and trees dark. and things. Yeah. Sure. A lot of yeah. I'm so happy to now be in the same town as my best friend and her five-year-old daughter, who I adore. I'm Since glad li- they're voting. If you're listening to this podcast, I yeah, hope definitely. you're voting in Atlanta, not in Atlanta. Yeah, this November. Since I live so close now, she and her husband have been asking me to babysit, which I happily do for free. Okay, mm-hmm. happily, I can't wait. Yeah, free. Recently, 
Recent, yeah. Babysit. All of these words to friends babysit happily free. I can't handle any of these words. Well, you today. lost me when you said I moved closer to be with my best friend and her daughter. Uh, if my best friend had a daughter or any child at five years old, I would be like, well, no, I'm not incorporating that into my life right now. Well, you know, I, so that's I, not very you. nice to say, Brian, because baby Steve is a large, large part of our world now. But what and you I, do, Vanna, is you and hit I have, baby I, Steve against well, me. Well, no, I keep baby Steve from you because I don't want her to grow up, you know. That kind what? of education. How dare I'm sending. You I'm sending her to school in Florida because I I only want her to grow up to be straight. Hannah, do you think this is a fun holiday <laughs> picture or not? I wouldn't light the cigarette, but a baby with a cigarette hanging out of its mouth for like a holiday card. You don't think that's funny? <laughs> only if they're wearing a tie. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And there's a caption like, uh, you know, rough day at the office. Some sort of yes. the baby's yeah. stressed. Yeah, missed my stressed. missed my train. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It has to be. We need a line <laughs> there. But yes, also, I love that. Ron is still not over the fact that at Halloween, I dug out a pumpkin and then put the baby in it and did like a photo shoot like Aunt Gettys, oh, like except I didn't Gettys. clean it out enough, yeah. so she was very sticky after. But well, anyway. the issue That's wasn't hilarious. that. The issue was that the image now existed. Oh, yeah. right. Huh. It wasn't that I, I could wash off the pumpkin juice. I couldn't wash off the feeling of having been a model in an Ann Geddes shoot, which is a, a trauma that no child should have to experience. Wow. Yeah, she wasn't happy. <laughs> All right, go on, dear. Recently, I started noticing they were not sticking to the time they said they would be home. Once, they were two <sighs> hours late. Mm. When they returned, they apologized profusely, saying that the dinner ran longer than expected. They sent me yeah. flowers and my favorite sure. chocolates as an apology the next day. Well, that is I true. This the was... spaghetti factory gets very busy. It certainly does. <laughs> I thought, and by the way, that's like a you know a, a early twentieth century salon. I mean, people go there to express their ideas. <laughs> they sent me flowers. There was and a my speaker bang. at the spaghetti factory <laughs> the old who, spaghetti who went factor. too long. Yeah. Exactly. They sent me flowers and my favorite chocolates as an apology the next day. Oh, okay. I thought this was a, very nice. I thought this was a one-time slip up. Well, it's happened three more times. Oh. I hate to say it. I don't want to watch their daughter anymore because I love getting that. I hate to say I don't want to watch their daughter anymore because I love getting that one-on-one -on -one time with her. Mm. To me, them being late, whether it's 10 minutes or two hours, feels like they don't respect me or my time. Correct. I've expressed my I've expressed my frustrations to them. What else do you think I can do? Sincerely, president of the Babysitter's Club. Mm. Okay. I Hannah, America, do you have a babysitting past? I do, of course. Mm -hmm. Of course. Um, mm. You know, and I have had the babysitting gigs always, of course, being paid, uh, where, I mean, I just fall asleep. And they wake yeah. me up when they get home. Yeah. I mean, that's, do you, is that an option? You just fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's the Why problem? Why not? Mm -hmm. they're two hours late where i mean when did they say they were going to be home T you know eight and they're at, and they're home at 10 or no no it, dinner starts at eight they must say they're going to be home 10 30 11 and then they're home you know go After to sleep midnight. go Why to not? sleep if you want to be in the kid's life or they can hire a babysitter or you know uh don't let this ruin your friendship with them don't let this be the thing that, you know, ruins the reason you moved all the way to Atlanta. Don't, do not let it be this. You can see the kid on the weekend. I mean. Yeah, you yeah. can have a play date with the kid or you, or a, did go over to dinner at their house. Yeah, and over she's years. five. You can pick her up. This is a boundary issue that we've You don't have here. to do this. 
Do yeah. not let this. It's like, you know, when you have when you're friends with someone and you say, we should move in together. Let's be roommates. And then they, you know, they they use plastic forks and plates and they never take out the trash. And you're just like, <laughs> yeah. I hate this person. I hate right. this person now. Well, yeah. if co- what if they're kosher, Hannah? Some kosher people don't like to wash the dishes. They like to just eat off paper I plates. I don't think that was the case, Ron. Ah. <laughs> uh, you have to reset the boundaries on this friendship if you want How to can she do this though without without sound, sounding caustic or resentful Busy. or hey. What are you doing? So can you babysit Saturday night? Oh, I wish I could. Uh, but I could I come over. I could. I could bring bagels over on Sunday. Yeah. I can, yeah, you just say, "Oh, I can't, but I'd love to see the baby whenever." The power yeah. of I can't. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I can't and I heard Sarah Silverman talking about this. She said, I can't, even if I don't want to, I can't is, is a sufficient enough excuse. I can't because I don't want to, Yeah, but I can't. I like Rana says, you don't always have to give a history. You no. don't always have to give an explanation. I'm not able to. I'm That's sorry. That's where people day. get into trouble. Where they think other people, look, there's always a line here where we have to be careful about I was just, as I was saying with the last letter writer, which is I'm the kind of person who I can't do this. This is my boundary. They cross sure. my boundary. Everyone's trying to assault my boundary from the outside. Da, 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 da. Not the case. Life is a series of people trying to push your line and you pushing your line back to where it is. And sometimes it's personal and sometimes it's not. And sometimes your boundary lines up with other people's and sometimes it doesn't. But it isn't always a assault on your force field. It's just sometimes I want something and you want something else. Either we meet in the middle or we don't, and that's fine. That life is tiny negotiations all the time that are not always personal. This gal is a little messy, the friend. She doesn't mind going out and having a couple of drinks and saying, oh, we should get home. And then her husband, maybe, maybe not, one of them doesn't think it's a problem to make you wait. What's the difference? 10, they're 12, just so stoked to be out of the house that they're, they're not thinking about anything else. They've you been could, trapped. You could, also, as Hannah said, you could sleep over in the guest room. You could say, I could babysit on Saturday night, but if I do, I'm just going to sleep over. I, I, also would go to say, bed. I also would say that actually, even though it feels very disrespectful and that's totally valid, I actually don't think they disrespect you. I truly think they're stoked to be out of the house and they're just not really thinking about it. Maybe don't think it's that big of an issue. I'm wondering what you said when you brought it up. What I just worry about and what Hannah touched on too is just like, don't, this does not need to be a confrontation where you are resentful about this and you're worried about the friendship and you don't want this to affect the friendship. Just say, and you could also, by the way, after you'd say no a few times, you could also just say, I just feel like the babysitting thing just isn't really my thing. I'd love to have like, playtime with her for us to do an activity but i think the babysitting thing just isn't my thing and that's fine yeah uh, how about if i pick her up on saturday and take her to lunch yeah from one to three mm-hmm. you know whatever the thing is or i want to take her out on saturday night and take her to a movie i'm going to pick her up at three i'm going to take her the this old yield spaghetti factory and we might run into there or we might not since it's the only restaurant in town and then i'm going to take it to see moana or whatever people go see i have no idea and i don't want to blame (laughs) i i don't want to victim blame but you know i do think there is something to the idea that your labor has been free i mean you have you have said that this is yeah a convenience for you and that you're happy to do this 
And so, of course, they are going to take that at face value. I don't think, and, you know, Rana touched on that in the beginning. She said, oh, I don't like where this is going. I'm babysitting for free. And I think that's, you know, sort of right on the money. I think you you, you either, you know, and you're the not going to pay. This is your friend. You're not going to ask them to pay you. The but. other thing and is you live there now. You don't have to start banking all this time with this kid. You're around. You're around. I would also bet <laughs> Hannah off of that dollars to donuts that mm. these, which I, anytime I can say that, Delicious. I do. I would bet dollars to donuts <laughs> that, I mean, dollars to donuts, I'm going to bet that there's no way these people haven't offered to pay her a million times. Mm. I guarantee you they oh, have. Oh, I don't think they have. Really? You don't think that? Yeah. I feel like they've been like, are you sure? Like, we would really be happy to pay you. And the letter writer keeps saying, it's absolutely not necessary. It's absolutely not necessary. Yes. I'm sure there's some of that happening. A hundred percent. And that is why, because there was remorse initially, right? They sent the flowers and chocolates. They know that Which it was a bad Which is significant. That was very the nice of them. flowers and chocolates and then continued to do it. So to me, that signals, she says, oh, don't worry about it. Like you were me saying, too. there has that to be she some said, of you that. You didn't have to do that. It was fine. Right. I'm happy. It's so, it's totally fine. Yeah. But I do think there's something to examine here for our letter writer, which is a little bit of the, I don't want to call it a matter complex. I don't think it goes that far, but there's a little bit of, I'm the nicest person in the world. How can I help you out? How can I help you out? And you don't really have to be the nicest person in the world. You just don't. You're a very nice person. You don't have to, everyone's problem, you don't have to solve. There's a very simple way for them to solve this problem. They can get a babysitter. They can put their daughter to bed if they're worried about that and have someone else stay in the house for four hours, six hours, 12 hours, whatever they're willing to pay for. Because if there was money on the line, they probably would be home on time. But there isn't. And they you think it's Saturday it. night. You don't, you don't have anything else to do anyway. You're here. So, okay. Boundary re- resetting is what's going on here. Okay, dear. This is it. Brian, what happens now? It's the end. So, Hannah, at this part of the show, we decide who deserves a little something from us to make their lives a little better. So, we pick one of the letter writers. So, is it going to be? Are we going to send something nice to the president of the Babysitter's Club, who we just mm. discussed? Are we yeah. going to send it to the gay man who doesn't want to go dancing? Are we going to send it to <laughs> the copied cat? It's <laughs> got to be the copied cat. I mean, it's yeah. clear to me. Me too. I, I, I second it. Rana? What do we send the copied cat, though? Oh we can't God. send him like a, ma- a mask, you know. I, but by the way, maybe a keychain? Key ring, something's new apartment, something yeah. vintage, something that cannot be duplicated, something that cannot <laughs> no. be something original. Oh, yes. that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. A one something for one, vintage. something they could only. Well, what we, if we were smart, we would send him a membership to the AI social club. Well, I was gonna say, we could send him a bottle of Negrana. Well, no, because then the other guy would, would want to join the club too, and we would win in the end. You're right. We do a cocktail club now, Hannah. Every month, people get a, a beautiful box with a signature <gasps> cocktail, and we then do a kiki and we mix the drink together with our fabulous uh, James Beard nominated bartender from Brooklyn. That's incredible, uh, and it's incredible. It is incredible. The drink this month was out of this world, elegant, sophisticated, delicious. It was an elderflower martini. Next <gasps> month, surprise. And if we sent him that, then we could get another subscriber because he could he could basically get that roommate to pay for anything. Sure, sure. But 
if we get him the Negron O'Brien, which isn't a bad idea, that's our signature beverage, Hannah, mm-hmm. that we sell. It's like a Negroni, but better. It's like a Negroni, but it's got Rana's special touch on it. Negrana. And it comes in a gorgeous, very heavy bottle. Beautiful. So if he drinks the Negroni slash Negrana, empties the bottle, he's got a weapon if that guy comes anywhere near him. Yeah, that's sleep t- with it under that's- your pillow. Correct. Sleep with it next to the bed. That would be my advice too. That's a heavy bottle, and it's got spikes on it. You it need to set up Home Alone it. style traps around the around your bedroom. Get the mannequins, or, baby. Or skyfalls for that okay. matter. Yes. How dare they when they did that? I mean, how could they do that to Judy Ben Dench? Make us sit at a table, put little doggy bags with you know rifle shells together. Skyfall. Skyfall. Oh, skyfall. Very goofy. I, you know, I love James Bond, but it got a little goofy when they started putting you know tic tacs on the floor. What are those called? Pop snaps. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Bang that snaps, thing. bang snaps. Sure, you know what bang snaps are, don't you? Of course, you throw them on the ground. They do. They look yeah, like, uh, yeah, the little papers, you know, they're wrapped like around. Yes, they're like wrapped in paper. They yeah. look like a, um, yeah, a, a realistic paper mo- rendering of a of a sperm. I was yes, going to say do. yes, yeah, they yeah. do. You're exactly right. What they look like. You're right. All right, Hannah. so copycat. You're going to get that. Hannah. Where are people finding your tour dates? I was going to say, where can people go for your tour? HannahEinbinder.com. It couldn't be easier. Uh, We have enjoyed spending this time with you. Like, I can't, I mean, I can't believe this is like. What a thrill. Yeah. We just had Meryl Streep on before Meryl Streep was Meryl Streep. We pretty much just had Meryl Streep on, yeah. So now we'll always be able to say on this show, oh, you know, we had Meryl Streep. We had Meryl Streep in the beginning. Totally. No. It feels that way to me. It no. does. That's and to sweet. cut through the noise at a time like this, not an easy thing to do, pardon me. She is Look, the moment, Rana. You she know is. what? Uh, it's a credit to the writing. Well, you need good writing, but it's all chem- – Look, it's all alchemy and chemistry. It certainly helps to have terrific writing and a wonderful team behind the show. We got it. But we somebody's got still got to make it come to life. And again, I just want to say – you're all that doing an incredible job. Actually – also, no one listening to the show or watching it right now has any idea the absolute 80s, early 90s commercial that Hannah did from mm. the full transformation she did. I saw her putting on the mascara. She just slicked back her hair and she came on and was like as if someone were outside, as she said, waiting for – she'd just come home from work and someone was like, oh, shit, that date's tonight? She got it all together <laughs> in two minutes and ran down the stairs. It was incredible. It Thank was you. incredible. Thank you. I loved it. Thank you. Anytime. We adore you. Thank you for being here. Uh, and we have to say a shout out to Lucia because she's probably listening because she's <gasps> a diehard. Oh, I love Lucia. I mean, she's a little busy. She's a Let little me tell busy. You something. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I'm going to redact yeah. my, my bridesmaid and my bachelorette comment and say, if Lucia and Paul renew their vows in 25 years, that's a bachelorette party <laughs> I'm going to. Oh, yeah. They know uh, what I, they're I, doing. But they mark are, the date. They are the key, they hold the keys to my to my heart and my soul. Oh, they're incredible. I love them. And they're they incredible are. individually and they're incredible together. And it's whatever insane. that little mush monster cutie pie, gorgeous, uh, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous little guy. Baby. Oh, he's inc- incredible. Blueberry. He's like a little businessman. He's just expressive he's so already. Cute. And and you know, I, yeah. I, I uh, he is just I cannot and wait. And then for... there's Jen Statsky, but she doesn't listen to the show, so I'm not gonna Jen, say anything nice about it. I love Jen Statsky though. She's <laughs> Jen Statsky, hilarious. world's most perfect girl. You know, oh, she's get out so of here. great. 
cool. She's so great. Cool. Very she is cool. cool. Yep. And she doesn't cool. suffer fools. You know, no, a lot of not. her style, uh, personal style, I am to understand, has influenced Ava's style on the you show. Is that correct? Oh. And sometimes yeah. I would be, I would take a photo of us on set because Ava would be dressed almost identically. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of style icons. So there it was we exciting. Are. Yes. Where does one end and the other begin? Uh, dear, we love you. Thank you for being here. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy the rest pleasure. of the tour. And we will be watching Thank the Emmys for shoots <gasps> in September. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And I'd love to come back whenever you'll have me. Definitely. Kiss, kiss tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> see you tomorrow. Same time. <laughs> so wait a minute. Yeah. She's terrific, huh? Hannah Einbinder. That girl. I'm going to start calling her that she girl. She is that girl. Watch out, Marlo Thomas. I hope she goes and reads Hannah Arendt now that I mentioned it. I am after this. Uh, oh, yeah. The banality of evil. Good stuff. Right. Great stuff. Very post-war. Sure, uh, sure. Dear Ron, this is a cliffhanger. I'm reading the cliffhanger. Yeah. By the way, we asked people if they wanted a coffee, Kiki, and we're getting a very strong response. So watch the space. Well, after your very strong reaction last week when you said no one's responded, but it turned out we hadn't even aired it. Are you having a problem with the way I'm running this show? I don't know, Rana. Um, <laughs> are you having a problem not inviting me to Martha's Vineyard? Yeah. I mean, no, I'm having a problem inviting you, I suppose. Not, not, not. <laughs> Brian, you're busy. It's your birthday. You're shooting. You're, I just can't, I can't manage your schedule. You know what I mean? I don't have, I just don't have the bandwidth to manage Well, I would suggest Hollywood adding another schedule. person to the staff then. Exactly. If you get an assistant, that person can share your calendar with me. And then we could find time to spend together. But, you know, this is how relationships fall apart. People right. get busy. People get famous. And then they just don't find time for the for their loved ones anymore. Well, I, I was thinking, Rana, and by the way, I've started I'm, noticing. I'm right where I always was. I'm either in Martha's Vineyard or in Marblehead, and that's pretty much it. I mean, occasionally. Well, can Tony do the hiring for the assistant? Can Tony do the hiring for the assistant? Tony can be the assistant. Okay, great. That'd be great. Thank you, Ron. I mean, it's Thank up you. to Tony, I suppose, but. No, 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 it's not. Well, anyway, maybe we just have to get our calendars, you know, a little bit more. Is that you know, what it is? Yeah, I think if we got okay. our calendars somehow more synchronized. Okay. Yeah. Dear You're Ron, really strong on the first syllable today, Rana. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what can I do? You know, I'm feeling more cat-like today than usual. You Ron, are, aren't you? You're feeling something. I can tell. Is it bothering you, Brian? No. Well, yeah, because. You, but- you know what? No. And by the way, Cynthia Dupree Sweeney. Speaking of first syllables. What about it? Cynthia Dupree Sin. Sweeney. Yeah. Dupree Sweeney. You know, she's got little, Yeah. I'll lead with the boring facts. I am 51 and the youngest of seven surviving siblings with nieces and nephews ranging from 35 to 18. My kids are 15 and 13. Three siblings live in the area where we grew up, and four of us live about a day's car ride away from the area. Okay. Boston, New Hampshire. Since both of my folks passed about 17 years ago, one of my sisters, call her Audrey, has hosted a, quote, family reunion. Let's call her Audrey, too, just to keep it interesting. Oh, yes. 
suddenly seem Oh, I love that show. See, I said I wasn't going to sing, but there I go. Audrey, too, has hosted a family reunion at her lake house, inviting siblings, their children, and any significant others for the 4th of July weekend. Okay. BYOB, and each sibling is responsible for a meal. Since they have limited room, some people stay overnight, quote, off campus on a rotating annual basis. Okay. There are seven siblings, nieces, and nephews. Just keep that in mind. At Audrey, too's house. My family has has attended approximately 75% of these events, missing some because of new babies, sick toddlers, and visits to in-laws. Last year's party, but after 2020 was totally canceled, was memorable to me because my daughter, Carla Susie, really blossomed socially with her older cousins in a way that made me proud. We were staying in one of Audrey's rooms on campus. As we were packing up, Audrey pointed out to me that Susie had been eating in her room. Okay. We were expressly asked ahead of time not to due to a new carpet and left a stain on the carpet. She also said, my wife, Jen, let's call her, was... What? What? Clipping her nails in the living room. That's tough. That's tough. Where's the worst place you've ever seen a person clip their nails? I know mine. Over the toilet. Really? That's the worst place? Well, I think I, I don't know that I've ever seen anyone do it in public. What about you? I should really save this for Patreon because it's the kind of thing. It's a real <laughs> Patreon story. Okay, wow. But I mean, just so that let that be the tantalizing for people, which is that uh, sure, this sure. is the kind of thing we share on Patreon. Yeah, it I is. was in a restaurant in Paris. And someone from the kitchen, I was Uh, already uh, eating uh. my food. Someone from the kitchen had taken a break and was sitting at the end of the banquettes, clipping their toenails. That is absolutely one of the nastiest. And I haven't been back to Paris since. It turned you off of the city entirely? How could it? How could it be possible that for, is me get, really vile. for me to get turned on? Yeah, that is really vile. You go to Paris to get turned on, not turned off. And Ronna, when you see things like that, you actually feel them deeply. I mean, that is it. If anyone says clipping nails, that's the first thing that pops into my head. I can't even use really that expression anymore. Disgusting. You know, I'm a very visual rememberer. Yeah, I know you are. That's what yeah. I mean. Like, I actually it makes right sense in. to me now that popped you wouldn't. Right yeah. I can see his mustache. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is rough. I apo- So I might be on Audrey too. side. We'll see. I apologized and shared her disgust and never mentioned her comments to my wife and daughter, Smart. Jen is high maintenance and has been described by therapists as a narcissist or borderline personality, but that's a letter for Esther Perel. <laughs> let, let me know if she answers it. Yeah. Fast forward to this spring when I started perusing lodging off campus for this year's event. I found a great VRBO, pronounced as you wish. Thank you very much. Verbo, please. Yes, well, I won't be saying that, but Brian will. With multiple rooms near Audrey's place, I sent Audrey the listing and she responded, looks great, but as you will recall, we decided we would only have the full group every other year. As I suspected, the group this year is the three siblings that still live close to each other. I thanked Audrey for the response and left it at that. I don't recall any discussion of a smaller group, but that doesn't matter. 
I absolutely understand the bottom line is this. Audrey is entitled to invite everyone and anyone she pleases to her house. And I should Mm -hmm. never have any expectations of any invitations. But Uh also true that I have turning, that I have, but it's also true that I have turned down her invitations at times. Okay. It's also true that I have turning down her, I think turned. turned. I'm writing because I'm having all kinds of feelings. I'm disappointed. My feelings are hurt. I'm feeling petty. Should I wonder if I'm invited to family Christmas as I have for the last 50 years? I also feel crappy about how I found out. Off and on, there have been discussions of family vacations that wouldn't be at Audrey's house, which would alleviate her stress, provide ample space for everyone to be together, and provide a neutral site where ultimately we would be each be equally responsible, not just Audrey. But it never seems to happen, though we grew up in an upper-middle-class family and have the resources to make it happen. People vote with their feet, and I can't help but feel my family, or at least Audrey, as, quote, voting. Tell me to get over it and happily attend next year. Kiss, kiss, Archie. All right, Archie. I feel a little sad for Archie. I do too. It's a bummer. It's tough. It's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to hear what we actually are going to say to Archie, uh, go to patreon.com slash askrana. Yeah. Where uh, $5 gets you in. Every week, there's a new bonus episode. Every single week. Don't I know? $10 lets you see us as well as hear us. You get to see all the video. And by the way, people not watching, given the choice, listen to the free feed, watch the Patreon. That's what I say. That's living. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, Also, of course, arsocial.club, arsocialclub.com. Thank you. And then, of course, our coffee, askronacoffee.com, which we might do a coffee club. But only for subscribers. I just want to make clear on that. That oh, wouldn't just be for anybody that buys a bag of coffee. It's Absolutely only for the truly not. committed. And we would do like a little clatch where we would have a little chit chat once a month. Yes. But we haven't, I, as mentioned, Brian's schedule's absolutely cuckoo bananas. Well, I don't really know that it's necessarily so, my schedule run as much we'll as have it is. to just... see if we can, you know, another event. Boy, we'll see. Right. Uh, okay. All right, dear. I adore you. And we'll get, we're going to get a calendar. Let's get a shared calendar. It's crazy that okay. we don't have one at this point. Yeah, I agree. You'll set it up. You'll invite me. Okay. Oh, I yeah. don't know how to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll talk to Tony. Yeah. 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 I, I, I have yeah. no clue how to. And, and I, also, I wouldn't. So. You wouldn't what? I wouldn't know how to do that. Oh, I thought you meant you wouldn't invite me. No, what? Rana, I would invite you everywhere. I was actually thinking for the coffee club, mm. if maybe we could do it. Like, I don't know what Mr. Cleveland's up to, but if we could use his plane and have like a different location behind us every time. Or, and well, we stay in the same hotel room. We could also go where the coffee comes. We could go to Kona. Or we could go to Guatemala. Fun. Or we could go to, I don't even know where Columbia. the coffee comes from. Peru, Colombia, you Any name of those it. places. Yeah. I would love to. I yeah. would love to. Okay. All right, dear. I adore you. What a fun! And I'm gonna go ahead was. and I'm gonna go ahead and request. Um, I'm gonna send you a request. Adjoining rooms. N- well, yes, but also just uh, I'm gonna send you a couple of Venmo requests. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because well, send them. We'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah. All right, I dear. Will run out. Kiss, All right. kiss, kiss, kiss.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.